Okay, <clears throat> all right, this is my first podcast, episode one. I'm reviewing another podcast by Ali Abdal when he was a guest on the Noah Kagan show. Uh, it's a marketing podcast that Ali Abdal went to. He's a famous YouTuber and doctor. Okay, I'll go through some points that I thought were pretty useful through throughout the podcast. So the first one is <clears throat> that the two apps that made the most significant difference to Ali was Notion, which is a app that I use. It's a note-taking app and it has a nice user interface and Bear as well, which has an even nicer user interface and somewhat encourages you to write. That's why but it costs money compared to Notion. Notion, starting from quarantine times, they started making all singular note-taking free and any group note-taking, uh, you have to pay. So if someone wants to edit your your Notion, then they have to pay. You can make a group one. But for your own personal one for personal use, you can get it for free. Another point that... Um, I thought was useful is to build habits it's important to start to build habits it starts as forcing yourself to do it because you can see the long-term trajectory so it's kind of like the illusion of just looking at the at the sunrise while chewing glass as as Elon Musk says so it's about having faith where things will get better and it will grow and to just chew the glass while looking at the horizon, hoping for for better prosperity in the future. <clears throat> Another point of point two or three: optimize for a future where your day job is optional. Create a load of free content consistently over time. Build up an audience, and then you can tap into that audience when you need to monetize it. So you don't want to be shackled to a corporate job that you have to do. You want to have other streams of income where which gives you the option to carry on with your day job if you want. You know, it might be something that you enjoy. You might be into power systems or into medicine or whatever it may be. So make sure that you don't have to do it because first of all, the fun of your job, I think, reduces when you are forced to do it, when you realize that if you leave this job then you won't be able to eat food or you won't be able to you know pay the rent or whatever so one way of doing that is by creating a personal brand and you need to find your own niche um, for me i think being a black person in stem or being a black person at a particular university or something find a niche where you can be the only one very like very few people in that specific niche and create a load of free content consistently over time and then when you need to tap into that audience or when you have a product of value that you want to give to that audience for example an ebook or a course then you can tap into that audience whenever you need to monetize it and if people find it useful and they're willing to pay for it, they'll pay for it. So you don't need to worry about that side. And to be honest, to have a cash flow 
of where of where you don't need to rely on you know a day job you only need a thousand true fans that's like the the mark so even just having two thousand you know fans on youtube so, so that's a lot in in the grand scheme of things so you need to think about that as well um also another important point that i thought was pretty significant is ali talks about how in life there's two types of people there's window openers and door knockers so window openers are people who look through the window and see their expected outcome and then step through the window or door knockers are people who don't see their expected uh, outcome but still open to the door to see what's on the other side so most of the, most of the rewards in the modern day go to the door people not the window people it's by the whole point is doing something without um guaranteeing expected outcome it's not like university where if you study these and understand it to a certain point then you'll get this you'll do well enough to get this grade and you'll you'll get a degree that's a clear expected outcome that's a window opener for door knocker it's about opening a youtube uh, video or opening up a business where you don't know the expected outcome but you still go through with it without knowing the expected outcome on the other side so in the modern world that's where the main rewards are that's where the riches are not in the in the window openers that's why when someone usually asks someone else who's done it you know he's gained a million on youtube or he's getting sold the company for 10 million instead of asking look uh ali you've you've reached this point i want to reach that point give me step by step guide in to follow uh, in your path so i can get there as well first of all there isn't a step by step guide and second of all that's not the point the point is to be a door knocker and just do it without seeing the expected outcome <clears throat> so you have to be comfortable with not being able to see what's on the other side so to do well on youtube um no this is another point point five or six i, I can't keep keep track but to do well on youtube starts with really niche then you expand expand your niche so ali's niche was you know he he started off on medical school exams so there's four elite medical schools i think it would be cambridge oxford and two others i think um i can't remember what they were probably durham and st andrews where they do a specific medical school exam so his niche was he did that to go to cambridge so he focused on that first gained a bit of traction because you're not in a competitive space you're one of the few so if you can produce good enough contact content in that small arena then everyone will be co coming towards you to see your video and then from that he expanded to all medical school prep because he set up a company so he had that attraction and he there's you know also not <laughs> i don't think there's a lot of medical students so if you produce good enough content in that lane then you can then you can uh, then you can get some views and then you expand it again he expanded it to cambridge university and experience then from cambridge university expanded it again to 
students in general and then he made a video which interlinked both the students and tech so he did a ipad review which you know ipads students use nowadays not laptops so he and he's really into tech so he interlinked both of them and then he got a ton of tech youtubers and went viral and then he's like yes now uh, I can focus on tech as well. I don't just have to keep doing the school thing. So my niche, um, I think it has to be a black person in STEM or a black person in a particular university. I, I can't find a specific niche of skill or passion or exclusive society that I've joined, like, like Cambridge University. So I think mine will be just a black person in STEM. That's how narrow it is. You know, I don't think it would be the same as an Asian person in STEM. So that's my little niche. I'll have to think more about what my niche is. But uh, yeah, uh, the black person in STEM at an elite university, not just an ordinary one. Okay, um, Mark Zuckerberg talked about how ideas don't come... But opposing, opposing to that is uh, Mark Zuckerberg talks about how ideas don't come up fully formed. They only become clear as you work on them. So maybe it's better to just start creating whatever you want on YouTube first. And then after a couple of videos or after a while, you will realize what your niche is. So your niche becomes clearer, you know, like you're fo focusing in on your niche. But you first have to take that ca camera shot before you can uh, de-blur it or whatever. Um, and I think there's a lot to be said about, this is another point about, about how imitation is so important at the beginning, should imitate the who you want to be or the best in the field or you know who you want to replicate your content after. And then you will form your own uh, little style you know golf for example tiger woods um in golf he imitated someone so he imitated his favorite golfer for years and years and years and then he developed his own style that's about that's the same as your ideas don't come fully formed you just keep working on it and then your style will become clear and also don't be worried too much about creating just document the process. Gary V talks about how um, two people are caught up in creating. I don't think you should be the arbiter or the judge of what's valuable. Just document and people will find value in in it. Also, also try to optimize for value. Don't you know? Don't don't just riff off as well. Don't just document random stuff. Just just. Uh, Make sure there's value so that you have repeated customership, but uh, don't be too caught about the creating side. And uh, also another point that I think is really, uh, that was really good was, um, which was a book re book recommendation called Story Worthy. So one exercise in the book is uh, you should, Every day at the end of the day, you know, when, you know, 10 minutes before you go to sleep or whatever, 11.30 p.m., just take out a booklet or a journal and every day at, write down the most story-worthy thing in your life. Uh, so, 
you know, if there's anything particularly story worthy, if, if there's more than one in a day, then write those as well. So you can identify uh, the stories on your life because that just doesn't optimize creation or ideas for create, creating content. It's optimizing for relationships or friendships or life in general. Someone who has the skill of um, stories or knows how to um, write stories, that's a skill that is invaluable beyond just the realms of creating. That's a life skill in general. And um, my last point is uh, Ali's notion template for making videos. So if you make a video, these are the steps that you should focus on. Number one, what is the title? Ask yourself what the title is going to be. Number two, what is the thumbnail? That's going to be the kind of imagery hook. So that has to be good. You know, a lot of people literally click a video based on the thumbnail. It's the same way. You know, the cover of books uh, are judged as well. I think you, you need to be, you need to be, you can't have a dull cover of a book. You need to make it inciting and seductive. And third is what is your hook? Meaning in the first 10 seconds of the video playing, what hooks the audience? Well, what's going to make them want to pay attention to the rest of the video? Four is the main body, which is, all the information, whatever you, you want to talk about, you know, you split up into three parts, you know, if you want to say uh, how to, uh, I'm going to show you how to cook uh, a omelette, I'm going to split it into three parts, you know, prep, frying and serving or whatever. Then the last point is how you will point them to another video. So towards the end of the video, when it's done in the last, you know, 10, 20 seconds, you have to kind of make a pitch um, to another video that you want to watch. So you have, so you kind of point to another video that you think will be valuable or related to the video they just watched. And that's how you get more viewership. So it's like kind of giving a recommendation about a video to watch. Yeah, these were all the no notes I had for that particular episode. And if I want to expand on it anymore, then I'll go to to another one. If you want to hear from it, any more episodes, then I carry on. See ya. Adios.